Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Joe Galati podcast, broadcasting high above the Texas Medical Center in Houston, purveyor of all things related to the liver, health and wellness, nutrition, food and cooking, and all-around doctor banter and witty repartee with our experts that visit us. Our website is drjoegalati.com. If you'd like to send me a note, subscribe to our newsletter, or even see me as a patient. If you want to call and be part of the program, dial us at 888-438-9431. And now, on with the podcast. Sequence. Now. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas, home to the world's largest medical center. This is Your Health First, the most beneficial health program on radio with Dr. Joe Galati. During the next hour, you'll learn about health, wellness, and the prevention of disease. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Galati. Well, a good Sunday evening to everybody. Dr. Joe Galati, every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., we are all here bringing everybody the best in health and wellness. And as we have been saying for now, 18 years, hard, absolutely hard to believe that for 18 years on Sunday evening, I have been here on the radio broadcasting from our world headquarters, 740 KTRH, and across the country, across the globe on the iHeartRadio app, your health first. We are here to make you better consumers of health care, better consumers of health care, period, end of story. We have our entire team working, many behind the scenes, to fulfill that mission. Now, our website, drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com, and you can go there. We encourage you to go there. Sign up for our newsletter, our newsletter that we produce and distribute every Wednesday morning. It is packed with lively information about health, wellness, disease prevention, how to age gracefully. We talk about food, nutrition. Everybody loves the recipes that we throw in there. We talk about medical myths, all kinds of things, and we change it up from week to week, of course. And what I would say coming, I believe this week, we are going to be raffling off, I guess, a new set of of uh, the Apple AirPod Pros for those that want to join our newsletter. So stay tuned. If you subscribe now, if you go to drjogalati.com, up in the top of the webpage, it says subscribe. Click it. Put your name and email in, and you will be part of the real deal, drjoegalati.com. And, of course, our social media connections are all there, YouTube, Facebook, 
Instagram, and our medical practice, Liver Specialists of Texas. When we're not on the radio, we take care of people with liver and digestive disorders. That is what we do every week, Sunday at 7. All right. Well, it's Mother's Day. And a big hello and thank you to all of the mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers that are out there day after day, year after year, taking care of their children and loved ones and truly making the world go round. It is related to our moms. And while it is unfortunate that it's only one day a year, and you've, you've heard this all a million days, every single day should be Mother's Day. Give your mother a hug, a call, wherever you're at. If she is in heaven and no longer with us, tell somebody a story about your mom. Now, with that said, of course, I'm going to tie back something health and wellness to Mother's Day, but it really has to deal with the health of our moms or grandmothers, depending on how old you are, or your wife, significant other, whoever the women are in your life. Now, while I may be talking directly to the guys out there, that is not always true because certainly there are daughters that have moms and grandmothers or mother-in-laws But we want you to think about the women in your life on this Mother's Day. And so life is funny the way different people behave. Some people, with regard to their health, they're very out front. If they burp, if they've got heartburn, They stub their toe. They are broadcasting it to the world. Oh, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. I went to the doctor, yada, 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 where others are very closed mouth about this. They really do not share too much of their health information. Now, they may be very talkative or sharing everything else about the health or their own health, but we have to men and women, have to be in tune and be willing to ask questions. That is the only way we are going to avert catastrophe. And so for the women in our lives, and and, and again, at the very beginning, I was thinking, well, it's the guys that are taking care of their wives, their mothers, their grandmothers, but it really is for everybody listening, women regarding their mom, mother-in-law, grandmother, aunt, whoever it may be. You have to really look at these people and question to yourself, what is their overall level of health? How are they doing? Do they look healthy? Is their health being preserved? And you may look at this and say, well, where do I start? I'm not in the medical field It's tough to probe, and we don't want to be nosy and things like that. But what I would say is start with the real simple things. What is their weight? Have they been gaining weight over the last three, four, five, eight, ten years? Or if you just sort of haven't seen them a while and you look at them and say, man, they have gained weight. 
that is a risk for other medical complications. Inquire about their blood pressure. Are they on blood pressure medicine? Have they been going to the doctor, be it their primary care, their internist, their OBGYN? Are they going to a nurse practitioner or a PA in a local regional clinic? And are they having blood pressure problems? Now, keep in mind, high blood pressure, for the most part, is an asymptomatic disease. You're not going to have problems. You're not going to have headaches or stomach aches or any, any disturbance unless it's really at the later stages. So if you're waiting for someone to tell you you have a problem, it's probably too late or they're, they're much later on in the disease. You want to inquire about any other chronic medical conditions that they may be getting care for. Whatever it may be, migraines, vision problems, trouble with their teeth, trouble swallowing, a thyroid problem, stomach, digestive, heartburn, indigestion, knee pain. The list goes on. How about alcohol? Are they consuming excessive amounts of alcohol? Now, as a liver specialist, a hepatologist, I see every single day the ill effects of excessive alcohol intake. Now, you do not have to be a card-carrying alcoholic to get into trouble with alcohol. I have patients nearly every single day of the week that will have two cocktails after work, two cocktails starting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and maybe a third glass of wine or a glass of wine, which would equal three beverages, at dinner time, They're working. They're successful. No signs of uh, alcohol use disorder. But yet they come in to me with cirrhosis or some alcohol-related problem. So be very in tune with the amount of alcohol they're consuming. And keep in mind, there's no difference between alcohol, whether it be beer, Spirit, something like vodka, whiskey, bourbon, or wine. A can of beer, shot of whiskey, four or five ounce glass of wine, all has about the same amount of alcohol. Along the lines of alcohol, are they smoking? Are they smoking? Bad for your lungs, heart disease, lung cancer, underlying COPD, bronchitis, You want to have a sense of their prescription or non-prescription medications. A lot of people will say, well, it's over-the-counter, it's natural. Well, you have to look. There are a lot of over-the-counter medicines that can make you sick, or they could be the sign that something else is going on. If they are chronically taking over-the-counter medicine to cut down on heartburn, indigestion, That may be a red flag that something is going on. So don't look at it and say, well, they got it at Costco. They got it at the gas station. They picked it up at the pharmacy checkout. It can't be that bad. No, if you're taking these over-the-counter medicines, or even they're taking a lot of Tylenol for headaches or backaches, you know, that's not right. What I'm going to do here, just for the sake of time, we're going to take a break. Don't forget, Dr. 
drjoegalati.com is our website. Go sign up for the newsletter right now. We're taking a break, probably about four or five minutes. Just enough time to go to the website. I'll be right back. When I think back on all the crap I learned in high school It's a wonder I can think at all Welcome back everybody, Dr. Joe Galati. You're tuned into Your Health First. Every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., drjoegalati.com is our website. Sign up for our newsletter, as I've been saying. It's on the, the sign-up is on the homepage at the top. The newsletter goes out every Wednesday morning, and it's a lot of fun to put together. we got some great people that are helping on writing and and producing the newsletter. But you have to sign up to get it. And uh, starting next week, this coming week, we're going to be having a a giveaway for a pair of Apple AirPods, AirPod Pro, I believe. And so you, in a sense, have to be in it to win it. So go to drjoegalati.com, top of the page. It says subscribe, click it, name an email, and you'll get a welcome email from me, some extra free goodies that we are throwing in, and you will be set, and you will not miss a thing to be part of the program. Okay, so we were talking about women's health and why it behooves us all to take a look to the left, take a look to the right. Who are the women in our lives? Now, today's Mother's Day, and we've been focusing on our moms, but it could be your mother-in-law, it could be a sister. It could be a sister of yours or a sister-in-law or your best girlfriend. But Mother's Day is an excuse to talk about the women in our lives. If, if you are a man or a woman, okay, uh, or a child, worried about your mom or grandmother or aunt or, or favorite girlfriend. And the, the key to staying healthy is not only you taking care of yourself, that is first and foremost, but the people around you. And as I, I have said this numerous times, we have patients that come and they exhibit certain symptoms or problems. And the family members, and whether it's a spouse, a significant other, a brother, a sister, a cousin, a best friend, whatever it may be, co-worker, they are hesitant to say anything. And depending on the sin, like, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard her talking about this complaint and that her stomach has hurt for like a year And yeah, I know she's lost 60 pounds, but, you know, I didn't want to say anything. It might hurt her feelings. Well, at the first opportunity six months ago or a year ago, we could have intervened and everything could have been that much more different. So it, it, we have to get over this business of not being, uh, uh, overbearing. And if it, 
has to do with your health. And the name of the program is Your Health First. You've got to put your health first, your health and the, the health of your family. And so you have to observe and speak up. So the last thing we were talking about last segment was the idea of prescription and non-prescription medications. And again, if you are at your 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 wife's you know commode in the bedroom or uh, wherever they keep medicines or a medicine chest or in the kitchen, and you see that they are on four, five, six different prescriptions, you have to ask them, what is going on here? Why are you on this one and that one and this one and that one, et cetera? You have to dial in to try to understand and to see, number one, is it a necessary drug? Number two, is there an alternative? Can they get off of it? Or what can they do from a lifestyle standpoint to get off the medicine? The other thing is, are these women up to date on screening disease prevention? Mammogram for breast cancer, colonoscopy for colon cancer, pap smear for cervical cancer, other GYN malignancies. And are they following up on possibly an abnormal screening test from six months ago, a year ago, five years ago? What is, what is their status of screening? The other unsung problem here is what is their emotional state? Everybody, sort of everybody, is in this constant state of stress. We are stressed out. We are tired. Jack LaLanne, for those of you that knew, know who Jack LaLanne is, he came up with something back in the 50s of pooped-out-itis. Everybody is pooped out. So you have to look. Are people under some sort of emotional duress? Maybe it's over their health and nobody's asking. Is it financial? Is it emotional? Is it a relationship problem? But you want to try to be dialed into and ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions, and it would probably be welcomed if you were to ask questions. It's very important, and so we have to, we have to talk to one another. All right, we're going to take a break here. More to come on this. There's a lot. I, I, my notes are expanding as we speak here on what we're going to be talking about. DrJoeGalati.com, Your Health First is the name of the program you are dialed into right now. Sign up for our newsletter, please, please, please. It's on the homepage of DrJoeGalati.com. And we'll be back in a minute. My sweet Lord. so glad that you are joining us on this Sunday evening. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m. What better way to end the weekend, but also start the next week. But to be here listening to your health first. Don't forget, drjoegalati.com is our website. 
Sign up for the newsletter. It's at the top of the page. Every Wednesday, get it in your inbox and join the conversation. All right. Well, uh, we have been talking on this Mother's Day about the health and wellness of the women. And we're focusing on moms, but it can be grandmother, mother-in-law, aunts, girlfriends, whatever the case may be. It's just a good excuse on Mother's Day to, to bring this up to the women that we love. And so we ended up the last segment on emotional issues and stress and asking questions. How are you doing? Are you picking up any bad vibe from them from an emotional or stress standpoint? Are they more withdrawn? Are they depressed? We talked about alcohol and smoking. Are they drinking more? I cannot really begin to tell you how many people during COVID related to the lockdown, related to loss of a job, related to a relative or friend or coworker that either became ill with COVID, died from COVID, whatever the situation may be, the amount of mental health issues that have been uncovered or unmasked or developed, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, Nothing, nothing worse than a mixture of alcohol or drug abuse on top of depression or an exacerbation of depression that may have been sort of smoldering under the, under the waterline there. So you want to be dialed in, alert, listening, watching. And, you know, you, you, you're, you're probably saying... Why on earth is, is, is Dr. Joe Galati even, even saying this? But are you or are we taking the time to sit quietly at home, in the car, on a walk, and just checking in with that person? And this goes for all members of our family and our, our inner circle that we're, we're with every day. How are you doing? Is there anything I could help you with? Is there anything you want to share with me? When you break down the walls and tell them, it's all right, I am here to listen and help, and no matter what, we will get you the help you need. It sounds real easy, but there's a lot of people out there that are suffering, and it impacts on their health and your health. All right. Next thing to think about, when you are looking at your mother and her health, family history concerns. And so if you know that her mom and her two sisters died of breast cancer, you better be asking yourself or asking her, are you up to date with your mammogram? And that's what I, a few points earlier in the last segment, are they up to date on screening? Do they have a family history of diabetes, colon cancer, autoimmune diseases? So that ache or pain or fatigue or abnormal labs that they have been known to have, is it connected to some other family disease that runs in the family? 
Now, a lot of people really, they don't even know what their mother or grandmother or aunt or uncle died from. And so this would be a good conversation. Sounds a little morbid. Hey, what did Uncle Charlie die of back in 1978? Well, I think we should know. Did he drop that of a heart attack at 38 years old? Did he have cancer? Did he have kidney disease? Did he have some weird disease of his kidneys? Who knows? Did he have cirrhosis, but he didn't drink? These are all important things to know. So know the family history. And if you know the family history, then you can look forward to say, not only how does it affect me, but how does it affect maybe my mom? Okay. The other, the other point, and I, I've, I've said this a little earlier, you really want to have a sense of the medicines that they're taking and the physicians they're seeing or the physicians that they have been sent to. So they may be going to their local family physician or their internist or their gynecologist. But if all of a sudden you hear that mom is now seeing a pulmonologist, a lung specialist, you have to say, well, why? What is it that the other doctors saw that is concerning? Is it that they're wheezing, they're coughing, they're short of breath, or they went for a chest x-ray and there's some goober in their lung that they're concerned about? be it a tumor or an infection or some abnormal cavity that they're seeing, you would want to know this. Or if the family doctor, again, a lot of this is going to originate from the family doctor, is now saying, well, you need to see a hematologist, which is a blood specialist. Well, wait a second, mom. Why are you seeing a hematologist? Well, I don't know. Dr. Jones just said, I need to see a hematologist. But in your head, you have to start thinking, is mom anemic? Are her white blood cells too high or too low? Is there a bone marrow type problem? Are we talking about leukemia, lymphoma, some other cancer that they're concerned about? You would want to know and ask about this so that Everybody takes it seriously, or you can get involved in their, in their health care. Maybe go to the next doctor's appointment, okay? So these are the things you need to do. And also, and these are in no particular order, what complaints may they have? Are you inquiring? And at the, at the very top of this, when we started the program, it was your checking in with your mom or your wife or your aunt or grandmother about the overall level of health. And they may say, you know what? I have just had this really, really bad pain in my hip as a complaint. Or, you know what? I am more short of breath. We went on vacation and I had a walk from here to there and I found myself short of breath. Well, it must be I'm getting old. No, you're not getting old. There may be something wrong. By by default, by exclusion, you're getting old. But you want to make sure you want to make sure that it is not something more serious. And it all comes down to you figuring out your role as husband, son, daughter, significant other, 
close friend, what role are you going to play in the lives of these other women, namely mom, because it's Mother's Day today, that's what we're talking about, as far as their health and wellness goes. And it is so, so important. And, and this is where the, I, I believe, I believe the value of this program is to give you food for thought, to say, you know what? Yeah, I talk to grandma and I get the updates on her friends and uncles and aunts and family and what they're doing. But am I really asking about her health and well-being? And by just asking a few questions, maybe not all today, you don't have to give them an interrogation uh, right now, but open up the dialogue. So if you go to their house and you say, hey, what are these medicines? Hey, mom, show me your medicines. Let's make sure they're not duplications or uh, let's, let's look these up to see what the side effects may be. All right, that is the great value of having this, uh, this, this conversation. Um, that's what it's all about. All right, final segment coming up. I have got some startling, startling news about millennials and how chronically ill they are and they are becoming very, very sad. Stay tuned. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Don't forget, drjogalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Be back in a minute. When you're strange No one remembers your name When you're strange When you're strange Final segment for this Sunday evening. Dr. Joe Galati, so glad you could join in. And our our goal is to raise your health IQ, make you better consumers of health care, and take on the active process of learning, being aware, having a conversation with yourself with your family, those around you, with regard to health and wellness. Very simple, very simple proposition that we have there for you. Don't forget drjogalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter every Wednesday morning. Get an email from us with all kinds of tips and tricks and recipes and exercises it's a lot of fun to put together and a lot of fun to get the feedback from everybody. Sign up, drjogalati.com. At the top, it says subscribe. Click it, name, email, you're in. All right, final uh, segment here for this Sunday evening. The title of the article, 44% of older millennials already have a chronic health condition. 
Here's what that means for their futures. Now, just to get it straight, every once in a while, people will ask, well, exactly what is a millennial? So millennials were born between 1981 and 1996. Now, the ones that they are talking about now, and it may be you, it may be a child of yours, a brother or sister, is the millennials now, the oldest millennials are now turning 40 in 2021. So if they're born in 1981, the beginning of the millennial phase, they're the oldest, they're turning 40. And so what they are finding is that roughly 44% have at least one chronic medical condition. 44%. And many of them have more than one chronic condition. And so the conditions that we are looking at include high blood pressure or hypertension, diabetes, obesity, certain types of cancer. These are the chronic conditions, including ulcerative colitis or inflammatory bowel disease, migraines, and other neurologic issues. Substance abuse is being lumped into that as well. And so what we are finding is that this is a far more unhealthy group of the population than what was predicted. So you would have thought that people that were born through the 80s into the 90s had the advantage of all of the new technology, new medications, new therapies, the boom of the computer and access to material. But the problem is, no, that is not a guarantee to have better health. In fact, whatever they're doing is leading to worse health. And as I have been saying now for an awful long time, the life expectancy of our children, especially the later millennials, because if you're seeing this in the older millennials born from 81 to 85, 86, it certainly is going to be the same for the later versions of the millennials. They are not going to live as long as their parents because of these chronic diseases. And that should be absolutely freaking all of you out. It's got me excited. It has me concerned because I'm seeing these people in the flesh with their diseases, with their conditions, and I see how disruptive it is to them. Now, more than the other generations that we have had, the millennials at 40 years old are more sick. And the older, actually in this article... They talk about the older millennials from 81 to 88, which means they're either 
They're between 33 to 41 right now. Now, everybody take a guess. What do you think is the root of all of these chronic illnesses? Okay, I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's all say it now. Obesity. Obesity is the common thread to all of these problems. Obesity drives hypertension. It drives diabetes. It drives fatty liver, cirrhosis, and certain types of cancer. Now, the one thing they're not doing is they're not smoking as much as some of the other generations. Now, if you, the article here, and and I could post this on Facebook, the article is talking about which chronic illnesses they are having. They're having far more migraine headaches, far more major depression, far more asthma, diabetes, neurodevelopmental disorders, eating disorders, inflammatory bowel disease, obesity, substance abuse, tobacco. So these are, these are major problems. Now, the issue is it's expensive. They are spending more money to get the care they need, but also decreased income. These chronically ill millennials turning around 40 have about a decreased income of about $4,500. That's substantial. Diabetes, those that have type 2 diabetes, is probably the most expensive health concern that they are having. Now, what do we do? Well, we have to, again, look out and ask questions. If you have a 40-year-old son or daughter or nephew or grandchild and they are chronically ill, you have to make sure they're getting the care they need. Are they eating properly? Do they need the guidance to see a nutritionist, a dietitian, to learn how to cook at home, eat better, exercise? Or are they completely stressed out? They're stress eating gaining weight, developing all of these complications. So there will be more to talk about, but it is a major, major, major health complication, and we have to deal with it. We have to absolutely confront it. All right. Everybody have a great week. Happy Mother's Day to everybody tuning in. Give your mom or grandmother your wife, a hug. Pray for those that aren't with us. Tell a story about your your mom. And guess what? We will be back here Sunday at 7 o'clock next Sunday evening. Don't forget, drjogalotti.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And we will absolutely see you next Sunday night. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjoegalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.